Wherefore have we fasted, said they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted a soul, and thou takest no knowledge? He said, now, the reason is simple. He said, behold, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure. And you exact? Uh-huh. I haven't figured out how to practice that second one. Because he's saying when we fast, we shouldn't even go to work. We should devote the time. That's why in the olden days, we saw amazing miracles of God. Because during the weeks of consecration, everybody's at church all day. You come to church in the morning, and we wait in the presence of God, and teaching prayers all day, all day. And suddenly, you will see God manifest. Hallelujah. See amazing miracles. And in America, we celebrate the shortest services. We get the people in and out. They're busy. We don't waste their time. But where is God? You're going through your religious routine. Where is God? Where is God? Where, where are his answers? Where are his miracles? Who is he delivering? You just have a bunch of sin, unregenerate sinners claiming to be saved. That's why when you encounter them, they pull a gun on you. They start blasting you and cursing. But they were singing hallelujah 10 minutes ago. Because it takes time to regenerate a soul. Hallelujah. Watch now. Behold, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure and exact all your labors. Behold, you fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness. You say, even in your fasting, you're trying to prove your spiritual superiority. Amen. So you fast for strife and debate, to win in the argument, to say you are not wrong. Like I used to, you know, tease some of those that work for me now, they're obedient, but I remember when they were fast, you know, 21 days and pray day and night instead of submitting. I said, why are you wearing your life out? Like one guy used to be around here. I said, do you know what you're going to get for all this you're fasting? He said, no. I said, ulcers. He said, I already have them. I said, good. (laughs) I said, because you're teaching rebellion. He's teaching his children not to tithe. But I'm a pastor too, just like him, pointing to me. So they should give uh, him their tithes. And all of a sudden, they all rebelled against him. Remember now, he claimed to be the man of God. And they, they should tithe to him. But then when the children rebelled against him, and he didn't know what to do, guess who he called? You see how these things go? I had to go out there at 1 o'clock in the morning. And as soon as the daughter saw me, she calmed down. I said, come here. What is it? And she told me what the problem is. I said, okay, go on in the house. And I took him out. I said, man, you are the one trying to drive your children to the devil. What kind of rules? Oh, that they're getting worldly because they have bangles on. What nonsense? Where is the word against bangles? These are some of the things that messed up Christianity in Nigeria. Now they've gone from one extreme to the other. They called an emergency meeting because the ladies put on a clear nail polish. The nail polish was the end of the world. We are about to all go to hell because of a nail polish. Now they've gone beyond nail polish. They've gone to the other extreme where they're so worldly. You don't know who is saved and who is not. 
Hallelujah. So I rescued him and, you know, and I, I said, you see, before I left, I said, you see, it's the rebellion you are teaching that has manifested. You see now, but when I showed up, you see how your daughter came back to herself and I prayed for her and she's, you know, she's returned because those demons are taking them over. People think, you know, they're going around saying, don't give your money to a building. Because they're envious of successful pastors. And they can't get what they're coveting, and they start sowing evil seeds to destroy destinies. And then they're fasting. Who is going to answer this prayer when you're working against God? This is not a building. This is a house of God. Hallelujah. It was a building when the movie place had it, but the glory rests here. I always rejoice when I meet new pastors or bishops or whatever, and they say, let me see the sanctuary. And when they get about right here, they say, man, God, the presence of God is here. Man of God, can I, can I spend some time here at the altar? I say, go right ahead. He, he's resident here. <laughs> Hallelujah. I celebrate that, beloved. I said, spend all the time you want. Get your answers. Amen. I said, call me when you're done. Glory to God. You ought to celebrate it. Amen. He said, behold, you fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness. You shall not fast as you do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. Is this such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush? You know, all the you know, physical pieties. <laughs> Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush or to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I have chosen to lose the bands of wickedness and to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free and that you break Watch now. For years, people who didn't understand the scripture was preaching that this is what fasting does. No, that's not what he's telling you. He's telling you these are the things you should do to make the fasting work. They were in an agrarian economy. They had slaves. They had servants. You say, well, you cannot be fasting to me and you got people under yoke and oppressing them. Say so you should remove the heavy burdens from the people. You should treat them like your brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. It's the same thing I tell them in Nigeria. If you go to Nigeria, every time somebody gets a breakthrough, they act like a little god. They blast the people. They yell at them. They bang the phone on them. They do all kinds of things. I say, which god are you serving? I say, have you read the Bible? You can't be treating people like that. I said, go check out the people that work for me when I'm leaving. They're crying because I treat them well. Now watch. He says, he says, now you undo the heavy burdens and break every yoke and let the oppressed go free. But look at number seven. Is it not to do what? <laughs> he said, you need to feed the hungry when you fast. That's why we're trying to collect food. To stay in line. Because these are the things we did in the early days to bring us to all these breakthroughs. Hallelujah. 
And what we do is we, we are diligent to follow what he said. And then after we get a measure of a breakthrough, then we kick up and relax and start doing it our way. No, 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 no. We need to get back on the saddle. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So when we give food right now, whether you brought food or not, then if you don't have food, then give money. Hallelujah. We must feed the hungry. Watch. Why is it that we need to feed the hungry? Look at it. He says, Is it not to deal that bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? You have to listen to the Lord this time. Because you can bring somebody and they will murder you and steal everything in the house. So you have to make sure that the person is right for you. Otherwise, you can put them in a shelter. Pay for a hotel. The whole idea is to give shelter. But you have to have wisdom. Amen. Hallelujah. So, one guy called me and said, well, has the Lord spoken to you about me moving into your house? I said, the Lord has not spoken to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you go through all these things. He said, well, if the Lord has not spoken to you, but can you let me come and stay? I said, no, I cannot let you come and stay. First of all, I have young daughters, and you are not the same blood. So I don't want you coming in here and be tempted and going through all these changes. I'm praying, and this place is covered. I can help you find a place to stay, but I don't want you in my house. This is a natural thing. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) So, he said, well, then don't worry about it. I said, amen. I'm I'm fine. (laughs) Glory to God. He said, because we, we... We've dealt with so many things with blended families. Blended families, you need a special grace because the blood is not the same. Years ago, this guy came to me. He was so distraught. That thing was trying to kill him. I said, what is it? He kept going around and around. I said, you need to tell me. I can't help you if you don't tell me. He said, you know, I was teaching my daughter, you know, how to swim. And before I knew it, I put my hands on her underwear. Hey, he said, he shocked the young lady. She said, oh, daddy, it's okay, it's okay, it doesn't matter. I said, I don't believe it. You just damaged something. Because those things, they seem so minor, but they do a lot of damage. And then we try to sweep it under the rug, and we don't know why people are acting crazy. You know, that's what's ailing some of you, and nobody knows what's ailing you. You don't want to talk about it. Or this message I preached this morning, for you to release the captive so the oil will heal you. If that has happened to you, then you need to receive healing. How do you receive healing with those things? You know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. It's It's the devil that psychs up these things and makes it what it is not. And then when you get there, you see that there's nothing. But he's always promising that there's something. It's something, it's something. And they will barrage your mind day and night. So if you would be molested, then receive healing in Jesus' name. 
These things are so damaging, yet it seems so simple. We are spirit beings. Hallelujah. So this is a, a, a rare Sunday. I'm going in all these dangerous places. But may God heal you today. In Jesus' name. Come out of prison in Jesus' name. You can walk free in Jesus' name. I pronounce healing from this altar. Deliverance from this altar. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Verse 7, is it not to deal that bread to the hungry? And that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house. And when thou seest the naked, that thou cover him. And that thou hide not thyself from thy own flesh. He said, don't run from your relatives. Particularly those that ask you for money all the time. Hallelujah. <laughs> I know some of you don't want your relatives to come around. It's, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are they going to get resurrection if they don't come around? I don't want to call your name out. <laughs> how are they going to get saved? You're a curse breaker, the foreigner. <laughs> he said, don't hide yourself from them. You want your fast to work. <laughs> oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least I thank God we tell the truth around here. <laughs> See, that note came out of, man, if you know the craziness with the people. <laughs> I don't want them coming around. I want my year to turn out right. Your year will go faster if you can overcome them devils. <laughs> but watch now what we are forfeiting. I read it again. Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house, and when thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from your relatives? Then shall thy light break forth as the morning. You see what will happen? Say your light will pull. So when we run from these things, we're running from a breakthrough. Amen. That's why I call it on common pathway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your light shall break forth as the morning. And thy health shall spring forth speedily. You see, your health will recover. Because many times what's ailing us is emotional. Amen. We're carrying a wound that's been there for years. It makes us sick. Your hell shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee, and the glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. So you'll be your rare God. Then shall thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. If thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. You notice, all these things are the things that are blocking our light, blocking our breakthrough. Block. And we are wondering, why is it not working? 
Because you refuse to do these things. Just not eating is not enough. You fast, but then you do these things. So your light can break out. So the hand of God will go and take what has been covering you and yank it off of you. And then you will blossom. You will shine. Don't you want to shine? Glory to God. Miracles are happening. So when he gave me that testimony that every time he would go to his pantry and take the little they have and give to the poor, and a breakthrough has happened, I jumped in and started feeling the hungry. I started sowing into it. And the breakthrough happened. And without raising any money, God came and taught me where to sow seeds. And in four years, we were debt free. Hallelujah. Huh? Look at what we have done with the few people we have. People watch my YouTube videos and, and they'll be saying, where are the people giving the money? We see we, he doesn't have a whole lot of people. How can he afford a jet? And some are saying, well, watch out now, this thing he did. He's going to you know, spend all the money that God has given to him to do the ministry, trying to fly a jet. Okay, so what you say now? Three years into it, I had. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I haven't spent all the money, and we have done glory for. We have paid every maintenance bill. We have. What hasn't God done? And now we're talking about Eagle, too. And the Amabaras are dreaming about it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to share this testimony, the full testimony. But look at this. I went to the medical examiner to get my fly physical done. Can't really share the fullness of the testimony, but you'll you figure out why. But anyway, so he knew Ricky Ronick of War Daddy. And they were saying all kinds of trash about Ricky, you know. And they were laughing. I told him, I'm going to tell Ricky what you all are saying. He said, well, tell him. He knows. <laughs> I said, I know Ricky is a nut, but hey, they say more than a nut. <laughs> so we started, you know, so what connects you with Ricky? So we started talking about, I said, no, we have a challenger there. He said, oh, okay. And without knowing who I was or who I am or anything, the guy looks at me. You know what this doctor said to me? He said, you know what you really need? You need a global challenge. Hey. How? Hey. Come on, Resurrection How? Hey. How did he get that? Where did he get that from? He said, that's what you need. And I was in shock. He didn't even ask me what I was doing with the current challenger. He says, you, you, is the global you need. That's the, really the plane for you. Isn't that a prophecy? <laughs> I told the Amabarians that when they were saying they dreamed about this airplane, I said, it's the same. That's the way God, that's the foreigner. Hallelujah. He's going before us. Testify. Huh? 
Didn't you read your word? He said that even your heavenly father, he said he called for those things which be not as though. Hallelujah. We are calling it every Sunday. Eh? It's coming. It's coming. I say it's coming. <laughs> People are talking about it. They don't even know why. I said this is like what happened before Jesus died. And the high priest said, you know, it is good for somebody to die for the people. They said he didn't know what he was saying. But because he was the high priest, he was prophesying. Come on, lift your hands and just thank God for the miracles of 2024. Thank God for his faithfulness. Hallelujah. Not just the resurrection house, but in your own life, your own family. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. We receive by faith. We thank you that we will do the works necessary to make our fasting work and cause supernatural breakthrough to happen. In the name of Jesus. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Come on, keep going. This house is filling up with the glory, with his presence, with his miracles, with his healing power, his restoration. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, thank him honestly from your heart. Thank him that you believe. Because you believe. You believe. What is unseen. What seems impossible. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look at what God just dropped in my spirit. You see? Hallelujah. Ooh. It's like goosebumps on me. You see now, some of the things you're believing for, and instead of you getting it, the price has even risen higher, where it seems more impossible. That's when it will happen. <laughs> That's what happened to me with the jet. You see? He may even be, I think he has something to do with real estate or a house or something. And you feel like, my God, he's getting away from me. I can't afford it. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Beloved, we are sharing the covenants of RHFM with you. What is fueling this miracle? Just a few people, 300 people, doing amazing things all, all over America and around the world. We don't even know of any ministry. Five times our size that can do what we are doing supernaturally. That's why we're telling you to sow into it to connect with this level of grace. We learned that when we fast, that we should feed the hungry and help the needy to cause our light to rise out of obscurity. And we'll be discovered and miracles happen. 
And one of the ways God moves is the forerunner always precedes the breakthrough. John the Baptist was the forerunner for the Lord Jesus. And before every miracle, there's a foreigner. Many times that foreigner is a prophetic word, a promise, an open door, a new relationship, something. <laughs> and God told me that we'll get the global aircraft for this ministry. We'll be having crusades around the world. He said, you get it sooner than you think. And suddenly now, the word is everywhere. People are coming out of the woodwork saying, hey, you need the global. And God is making provisions where it will park. Hey. This is your opportunity to connect with something bigger than you, greater than you, mightier than you. It's not macho, it's the glory of God. It's not macho, it's the grace of God. It's not intellect, it's the wisdom of God, the understanding of the Most High, delivering a life unto you that you cannot afford yourself. I believe there's a thousand of you out there hearing this word, and God is speaking to you. It's time for you to be convicted and obey. And you'll experience an explosive 2024. Act on it today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This is the voice of the foreigner talking to you. 770-994-3777. Whether you're calling for prayer or calling to make a commitment as a partner, we don't tell you what to give. We're asking you to listen to God. And if your gift is accurate, he will respond. If you're sowing and he doesn't respond, then your gift is inaccurate. But this land is our life. We have proven it for ourselves. God will respond if your gift is accurate. God will respond if you obey him. You will see miracles. In Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, call 770-994-3777. The Holy Spirit just said to me, some of you have testimonies. Why are you withholding it? Sit down and write it. It takes but a minute. You can even send an email. The address is on your screen. Send your testimonies. Testify of God's goodness. Shame the devil. Hallelujah. To make your breakthrough permanent, as you give your testimony, put a thanksgiving seed with it. And God taught us that. That's how Satan will not be able to attack your breakthrough. It will become permanent. Don't harden your heart. Don't turn away your ears from hearing this. Don't say, oh, everybody is saying the same thing. No, 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 no. God is speaking to you. Don't, don't reject it. Your breakthrough for 2024 is hinging on your obedience to this one thing. The voice of resurrection. That's God's mandate for your next move. In Jesus' name, amen, and amen, and amen. We're looking for your testimony. Call today. <clears throat> we're looking for your call. Give today. You, we're looking for your seed. All the information is there, whether you're doing cash app, Zelle, or you're giving online. It doesn't matter. We celebrate the victory of God in advance. And thank God for the voice of the foreigners moving us into the destiny he has purchased for us. Amen and amen. God bless you. Jesus. <laughs>